Welcome to the Outdoor Ed Podcast. My name is Matt Mascarinis. I'm your host. I'm joined by Laurel Lee from Bass Pro Shops. Laurel Lee, you're a, the promotions director, correct? That's correct. I'm the promotions coordinator for coordinator. the Denver store. And um, you've been in this position for? I'm just heading on, three, December will be three, three years. I've been with the company. Um, it'll be four years next month. So. Okay, okay. So, um, before we get get into it, um, we're here at Bass Pro Shops Denver. I, one of my favorite places to come. I love being in the conservation room. If uh, those of you who are listening haven't had a chance to see the conservation room, look for a, an excuse to get in here and look at all the stuff you have set up in here. This used to be the fine gun room, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we get, we get a lot of customers that they think they've been in here in the last, you know, even year, year and a half, and they walk in and they're like, where's the fine gun room? So the fine gun room has actually been gone for two and a half years now. Um, and this weekend, we are finishing up our last conservation um, space that's here in the room. Uh, it's, a, it's a very unique room. The fine gun room was beautiful, uh, but they did make the decision to um, take all the guns back to the Springfield mm-hmm. store. Um, so that's so. So there is still a fine gun room, but it's just in the Springfield, in the Springfield store. store. Um, and we were able to take this room and turn it into an awesome meeting room. Invite all of our conservation partners to come in and set up uh, in the old gun cabinets. They've they've set up their kind of displays to highlight what they do, and it's it's worked out great because oh, it gives yeah. me an extra extra meeting room to there, do yeah. seminars and extra stuff during the week. So it works out really it, good. It's a great place to do seminars. And I've done a handful in here, and and just coming in and looking around, I, I get to go walk, look at everything. Like you said, that they they made Denver Bat or Denver Bassmasters has something. Uh, Tu Trout Unlimited, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. So if you get a chance, get a reason to come up here and take a look at this room. It's it's really awesome. So, Loralee, the biggest reason why I wanted to have you on is Bass Pro Shops is is uh, something that I've all. I, I bring my kid here all the time. He loves coming here. You've seen us uh, here. I love Max. He's awesome. <laughs> he's he's crazy. He loves coming here. But the biggest reason why he loves coming here is for all the events that go on here, promoting the outdoors, and for kids and families. And a lot of people don't understand that without that, without those, without you setting that stuff up, getting all these people in here, there wouldn't be that. That wouldn't be here. So kind of go over and let us know uh, or tell people out there kind of how you got into the promotions aspect of it and what's your passion, what's your drive from that? So, um, well, I started at Bass Pro um, up in the camping department. I grew up in the outdoors. Um, I literally lived in the woods until I went to kindergarten. Uh, my family, they were, they were loggers, uh-huh. so we lived in Northern California and Southern Oregon. And I, I truly tell you, when we lived outdoors, we had um, our winter camper that was a 32-foot nomad with a tip out. Uh-huh. That's where we lived in the winter. In the summer, we had, I kid you not, a 10-foot pull behind like teardrop camper and we lived in the woods 24 7 so that's where I grew up until I was the oldest so when I started school they're like okay we got to move to town and get a little more civilized so uh, (laughs) so, yes I didn't know any different right so I spent those first six years literally um my playground was was outside I didn't know any different um and I have two younger brothers so uh, so that was probably a, that was a, I don't remember it being a hard transition going to town. Yeah. Um, probably the hardest thing was my brother couldn't pee on the neighbor's bushes. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, the, you know, that was, that was the, the hardest, big, that was the yeah. hardest thing is that, you know, my, the neighbors would come over and tell my mom, oh, your son's been trying to water my roses or whatever. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I didn't know any different. So so the outdoors has always been a huge part of my life. And then um, I was very involved with, with livestock um, and animals growing up. And even in high school, um, I showed animals competitively all through, through, you know, 4-H, FFA, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then even... As an adult, I competed as a novice amateur in the Quarter Horse Association. Oh, that's cool. So I did a ton of stuff like that. And our vacations always involved, like, camping trips, you know, a 10-day camping trip on horseback. And, and so we just always lived it. And um, when I came to Colorado, I moved here from Oklahoma. I lived in Oklahoma for 10 years. Um, and it was a huge transition. It was the first time in my life where I'd ever lived in a big city. 
And I lived in downtown Denver for six months. Oh, really? And I would talk about culture shock oh, because I lived on 20 acres. Uh -huh. um, I had a, a house out in 15, 20 miles from town. Um, and to, to come to Denver and live downtown for six months, oh my gosh, that, that was a little bit to get to get used oh, to. Oh, I can't imagine. Um, but I originally came here to go to college. And so um, I went to Belray and got an animal science degree. Okay. Um, and growing up with animals, you know, I was going to go my senior year of high school. My parents got divorced, so I kind of got sidelined yep, a little yep. bit. But anyways, um, so I lived in Denver for six months, kind of started traveling around outside of Denver a little bit, and went to Evergreen. Oh. And oh my gosh, absolutely fell in love with Evergreen. That's a nice town. Um, and so I lived in Evergreen for 12 months, or 12 months, 12 years. 12 years. Oh, I was boy. in Evergreen for 12 years. Um, and... It's literally like having the wildlife. It's in your front door every yeah, day. Yeah, the, the, the bears, yeah. the elk, the deer. Um, it gave me a whole different perspective. Um, you know, we grew up hunting, fishing. That was always a big aspect of it. But we, even living in the woods, you didn't see them every day like I did living in Evergreen. They, they, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but they're very accustomed to living around people. They now, are, yeah. That you know. And so, um, you know, during the summer, every day, a mom and her cubs had a trail that would, they would come down the hill every day, and you could look out the window, and every day they'd be coming oh, wow. by, you know. And um, the elk, I have gorgeous pictures of these huge bull elk right outside the window. And, um, Getting in and your garden, your flowers, huh? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. The deer, yeah, it made, it made gardening a little interesting yeah, up there. Um, but, but yeah, just in the fox and all that kind of stuff. And so uh, when, I, when I moved out of Evergreen back down to Denver, um, I said, What's the, where's the closest place I could go to work that would remind me of living in the outdoors? And so I applied here to Bass Pro yep. and I started up in the camping department. I was the lead up there for a year. And um, as it came about, um, our old general manager, Gary Rogers, mm -hmm came to me and um, our previous promotions coordinator was leaving and she had put in a 30-day, she gave 30 days notice. Yeah. And at the same time, I had been offered another job outside of Bass Pro as well. Wow. But I really did not, I really didn't want to leave, but it was, you know, it was an opportunity for a different schedule, the compensation, all that kind of stuff. So Jerry pulled me in and sat me down and he was like, I have this opportunity um, I want you to think about it. And so when he laid it out for me, I was so excited because I was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a great fit. Yeah. Um, so I, I took off with it, and I've, I've run run with it from there. Oh, yeah, you, you definitely have. And I remember um, when I first got involved with Bass Pro, I remember Simone was here. Yes, absolutely. And, and there was, like, I, I can't remember who, who was after Simone, but there was kind of a gap, and then it kind of went back right to where, kind of Simone left off and then you can tell the the, the transition was there and and it, ever since since you take over again or got back in it it's just been things have been uh, like they were you know well, and it's and Simone is she's absolutely she amazing still, she still so, still pop so around every she, now and then yeah she she did come back and work for us yeah. for a year before she um retired and it was probably one of the best blessings that ever happened to me as an associate here because when I took over the position, everyone I talked to, it was Simone did this, yeah, Simone did yeah. that. She left these huge, <laughs> huge shoes. And um, and a lot of things had changed. You know, uh, we get some of our directives from our base camp. So they'll, you know, they'll look at marketing um, strategies and sales trends and things like that and things we necessarily had done in the past uh, they don't always want to repeat yeah and um, so that's all I kept hearing was Simone and Simone and I'm like well I can't do things like Simone did things have changed <laughs> uh -huh. and, and so go, going through that transition so the first thing that I did was um, Jerry sent me down to the ISE show and it just happened to be Simone was down there tying Flies. Yeah, because yeah, she's. A, and yep. so she was down there with all the Umqua people and everything, and and so the first thing I did is I walked up and introduced myself to her, and she is a short, 
yep. spitfire Italian <laughs> lady. And so I laughed. I said, Simone, I really expected you to be taller because you left some really big shoes. Yeah, yeah. And so we, we hit it off. And, and she did come back to work for a year. And she was amazing as a mentor. She brought me all of her files. She gave me all of her ideas. Um, and she really helped me kind of um, just come up with new ways to, to bring in some of what she had done but keep it within the realm of the new stuff yeah. that has kind of been um, given to us to change things up. So it really, really helps. So I'll always be very grateful to her. It's always good to have a mentor to kind of help you along or be able to see what the old, the, the person that was before, and especially when people always talk about it. So I, I have to say that you have filled those shoes and you have created your own shoes. So if you do ever go on to bigger and better things, you know, they're, it's going to have the same kind of effect going on there. But but yeah, I, and, and people don't often like you, you said that there's there's kind of guidelines and stuff that comes down from a corporate aspect to it. But you obviously were not. They, they can see they can pull numbers and they can look at uh, what's popular here, what's not. Um, you kind of take that and then add your own spin to it with the angling side of things I know and with the hunting and uh, stuff like that. So I, I'm really excited about that and I'm, I'm glad that that you got going. So um, as far as all, all that stuff goes, we got hunting classic going on this week there's all kinds of stuff that's going on after that going into christmas into into new year's into easter and everything like and i, I mentioned that before i bring my son here so it's kind of kind of go explain like how you go about getting all that stuff together and how it combines with the outdoors so it all starts with community partnerships just like the relationship that we have yeah. with with you with Eric, with all our pros. Um, without that, a lot of these things would not happen. Um, and then our conservation partners, Colorado Parks and Wildlife, all the different organizations out there. Well, all the people here yeah. in the conservation room, yeah, all this stuff Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Yeah. It, really, um, it really takes all of us working together. Um, but the, I think the best, best, greatest thing that makes it kind of easy is that our founder, Johnny Morris, puts a huge emphasis on conservation and the next generation. Yeah, so you can definitely see that, yeah. Every single event that we do, there is always a kid's education and hands-on opportunity for everything that we do. So the Fall Hunting Classic, you know, we have one weekend it's dedicated to our pro staff that come in and teach all the seminars, uh, but then we take the weekend after that and it's completely dedicated to the kids. Mm -hmm. We do BB gun range, we do archery range, we do um, you know, crafts with the kids. We do so many things, and, and around every single holiday, we do the same thing. You know, we take a huge section of our store. Um, I'm not sure if you guys, you know, we're in 180,000 square feet in this store. Not all of our stores are this big, but we clear off our entire boat floor, which is a good probably 15,000 square feet. Yeah, it's a And big literally space. turn it into Santa's Wonderland. There's not. I don't know of another retailer that gives up that much space to dedicate to kids yeah. and the holidays. And we do all of our events for free. They're always for free. So it's always to get the kids down here excited about whatever time of year that it is. Uh, we usually always do photos mm -hmm. to help capture that memory. Um, fishing, you know, we have fishing games that we do. There's the shooting games that we do. Um, so it's always interactive trying to teach the kids something. There's always a, a seminar portion. Um, probably the, the biggest thing is with our summer camp. Yep. Uh, we, do, we do that for a whole entire month, three days a week, and we do four seminars a day. And so it's on hiking and hunting and shooting. It's, it always has the aspect of safety. But then we get the, you know, we, get, we let the kids grab the BB guns yeah, and go and shoot yep. and practice what we've taught them. Um, and it, I, th I hope that it inspires, you know, some of the stories that we get back are just amazing. Well, I, I'll, all the people that I talk to that, that, that come in here and experience that, they're, they're, they're so excited that they get to come not only shop and get what they want, but then they have the ability to introduce their kids into that. Because a, a lot of, I, I run into a lot of parents and, and uh, folks out there that, uh, you know, they don't want to 
introduce their kid, like give them a BB gun because it's a, it's they don't want them to see it as a as a toy. They want them to see the gun, and, and they, they may not be gun people, or they are gun people per se, but they don't want to do that. Well, in my opinion, if you're going to come and teach your kid how to properly use that gun, how to pro- understand that gun, now there's there's an age limit, but what I see when I, when I come here, whether it's whether they're teaching bow or archery or uh, or shooting with the BB guns. Um, it's there's always a base of it. There's always a base that starts out, and then you build up from there. So, so th- that's one thing I, I love about having that education opportunity here. And then again, like you mentioned, the, the Winter Wonderland. It's the only place that you can go and have a pretend shot at, at reindeer. You can't yeah. go anywhere else and shoot <laughs> reindeer for with Santa Claus. But here, you might be able to shoot the pretend reindeer. So uh, my son loves doing that. And and the winter, you make it fun. You make it fun. You don't make it because sometimes learning can be boring. Oh, I, absolutely. You know, it, it's so you make it fun, and there's and, and there's always something for the kids. That's what I love about it. And when my when I when I tell my son I'm going to Bass Pro Shops, or or if I'm he, I'm heading out, he always asks me, Dad, are we going to Bass Pro Shops? One of his favorite things to do here is come to shoot zombies on the video game over there. And uh, but he likes to come and look. We, we, we name all the all the uh, the animals that you got yeah. here, all the taxidermy that's everywhere, the, the way they're set up, the fish tank, you know. So, if you if you're not if you haven't came to Bass Pro Shops Denver, and another thing too that I, I see it too is it's a uh, it's a tourist destination. I, I really think Phil it is. It's right. It's not that far from DIA, yeah. and you create that atmosphere to come in and to have. So you get the the the, the hardcore people that are that come in um, buy stuff here, whether it's hunting, fishing, camping, and then you get the people that just come in to see what's going on, and then they see an opportunity to maybe they just moved here. And they see an opportunity to learn. You've got open carry classes. You've got hunter education classes available. you got the uh, the classics, that whether it's the fall classic, the spring classic for fishing, the ice fishing uh, classic that's coming out. What's the ice fishing one that's called? Is it the... Uh, we just, we just, it's the different names. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah the, each one has a different... Do you have that? There's, um, there's, uh, there's, there's dog training that's available. The education that's... And that doesn't, that doesn't happen if, if you're not there putting it out there and working with the community that's out there so i i'm so excited that that uh i get to come and do that or i get to come be a part of that whether it's fishing you know and uh and watch my son do it too so um as far as fishing goes you've, you're getting pretty good aren't you well huh i i wouldn't say that come on, I'm, you're, I'm you're ready learning. to get the tour I'm, you're ready to get on the tour <laughs> yeah. you know i'm i'm learning a lot so uh <laughs> the, the fun the funny thing was is um as, mo- as the people that have been to the store in the last year and a half, two years now, we did we did transition into new GM. We have Vaughn Peterson. Vaughn Peterson. And he is an absolute avid fisherman. And um, and he, he lives it every day. If he's not in this store, he's out somewhere in the mm-hmm. community he fishing. Is. I always call him, hey, you want to go fishing? Oh, I already got plans to go fishing. <laughs> you want to go fishing? Oh, I already got, you want to go hunting? Oh, I already got plans to go fishing. So you got you, if you want to get out with Vaughn, <laughs> You got to get it way out ahead of time. <laughs> you do, you do. <laughs> but the the crazy thing about that, and the the blessing that's come to me through that, is uh, one of the first things he did um, was he sent me out fishing with each one of our pro staff, mm-hmm. and um, and I hadn't been fishing really since I was, you know, probably ten to fourteen years old. It's probably. In that time frame was the last time, and I had went fishing, catfishing with my grandfather. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, so through my teens with all the animal stuff I was doing and into my young adult, I just, I didn't make a lot of time to go fishing. And so I was super rusty. <laughs> and so Vaughn's like, um, you're going to go fishing. And so um, I went out fishing with Sam Heckman, and mm-hmm. we actually did, um, it was a PALS event. A police activities league event oh, nice. that we yeah, did, yeah, okay, and okay. it was down on the sanctuary golf course. And so we did that last year, and uh, Sam was so excited because I hadn't been able to make the trip to Pueblo to get out on the boat with him. And he's like, "All you you have to promise me you you catch your first bass with me." <laughs> and so he had come in, and something new that we had started through Vaughn and all this this education was we were the first store to start doing videos on our facebook page yeah yep that's we brought in all of our pro staff and a lot of that came with uh the relationship with eric Mm -hmm. and uh, when i first met eric he came in with the kayak club 
And um, I was like, well, this dude is really passionate about kayak fishing. He's a big guy, too, huh? <laughs> he's a big guy. He's a big guy. I feel like we should have I, I do, too. Uh, I do, too. But, but with that, you know, it's just funny how you can meet somebody one time and, and you know, you make a little mental note of, hey, this is kind of what they're passionate about. And then a year later, it was like, hey, you know what? Let's see if we can't work together. Yeah. And so... And that's where all these relationships kind of blossom from, is just getting out and networking. But with Sam and the, the bass fishing, back to what I was originally <laughs> talking about, was so I promised him that I'd catch my first bass with him. So we're out at Sanctuary, and this whole event, we had the, these two families that had severely disabled children mm-hmm. that at that golf course, they have a specially built ramp so these kids can go out and fish, which is just awesome, because I don't know of a ton of places that have wheelchair accessible ramps to get people out fishing. So um, Jack and Sam and Vaughn and myself went, and these girls, that happened to be girls, which was awesome, they were catching fish faster. I mean, it was like one after the other. We couldn't even get them, like, they were catching off hooks with no worms, so you kept dropping them in so fast. And so we kind of stopped fishing. The girls were kind of tuckered out. And, um, you know, Sam had given me just a couple techniques. We, we caught a couple fish before we started the event. He just had an offset a trocar hook with um, a soft plastic worm on it. And he's kind of working me to, on how to cast it. And The Cinco, um, right? With, with yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and so we caught a couple fish. He's like, oh, that's great. And he's like, then now you're going to have to try it on your own. So we're at the dock and everybody's kind of tuckered out and I said okay well I'm gonna practice casting so I cast out once and reel it in nothing really happens and I cast out again and on my third cast I like feel something hit but I don't really know if that's what it is right (laughs) and so I'm like oh so I like try to set the hook and I start reeling it in and I'm like oh my gosh I think I have a fish and it feels like a big fish you know and they're just kind of they're not they're looking at me like yeah whatever she doesn't know what she's doing and so I was like no I really think it's funny and so my excitement is starting to grow and these girls around me because they had been catching small hand-sized bluegill uh-huh. and I really I was like I think I got a big fish and so Jack comes over and starts teasing me he's like no, you got a snag. And I was like, are you <laughs> oh, no. serious? I like totally deflated my excitement. And then he hands me back the rod. And he's like, no, I'm just kidding. You really do have a fish. <laughs> so I reel this fish in. And by that time, Sam's over there like coaching me. And he was probably, he was right about a three pound um, smallmouth. Really? And I was so excited. I oh, brought yeah. that thing in. And, and um, so that picture that you had shared on Facebook, yeah. I mean, that was that day. Yes, that Sam. one, yeah. And um, okay. so that was my first experience since I was a child out, you know, and it was, we were targeting bass and to be able to catch one was pretty, That's it cool, was pretty cool. cool. And you got, you got a chance to catch some walleye with Jack. Absolutely. So you'll, Jack, yeah, go ahead. You'll see that picture tomorrow. I'm going to, I'm going to post <laughs> it when I release the podcast. I'm going to use that picture. See, I, I'm glad you gave me multiple pictures because I, I like to use that. So you'll see that tomorrow. Those of you listening, you'll see that one tomorrow. She's, she's ready. She's got that. She's ready for video. She's got the GoPro on top of the hat. It's awesome picture. So, yeah, so you caught fish, fish with, Jack, with Jack. I Why? did. Yep. We went out, and I also went out uh, walleye fishing with Dennis Hunter. Dennis Hunter, okay. Yep. So, um, and great experiences. You know, I didn't, of course, I don't hear too many people walleye fishing off the shore, right? Yeah, so, yeah, true. <laughs> you got to get There's in There's times boat. you can do it, but <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's you, not, the, the percentages aren't high. You need but to get in a boat out yeah. in the water. Um, and so... The cool thing is I've, I've grown my product knowledge um, to where I feel pretty confident going down to the fishing department now. Go. And I can be like, yeah, I know what a bottom bouncer <laughs> is, and I know what an offset hook is, and let me show you where soft plastics are before it would just, you know, be like, um, I don't know. You should and, do a seminar, it sounds like. <laughs> no, no, I'll leave that to the pros. <laughs> but it's, I, it's, it's fun to come up with the ideas now and have enough knowledge to be like, Hey guys, let's let's do you know because I, I do a lot of research to see what other pe- competitors or store you know other stores even within the company do. Um, so I always have my eye kind of open to see hey what can we do a little bit different to yeah. maybe help educate people and keep them 
inspired to get out there. So um, the videos I love, I love doing. So. They're, they're, I, I like watching them. And, and if those of you that haven't, uh, go and like the Bass Pro Shops Denver Facebook page, right? It's Bass Pro Shops yep. Denver. Uh, go like that. You can see videos uh, with Laura Lee with not only not only fishing, but you do some hunting stuff too. I've seen uh, I've seen yep. Nate on there. I've seen Mark on there, yep. and um, and also too, I, we've seen some of the younger guys too uh, on there doing some stuff. So go check the, those videos out. And also too, you, you kind of mentioned the pals, um, the Police Action League, right? Yeah, activities or activities League. League. There was you, you started doing some more stuff with that too recently this summer. Um, with Ramon yep. and um, taking kids, kids out to Cherry Creek go fishing, and uh, and also what I, I see a lot here too is that uh, you give you give clubs uh, opportunities to to um, to fundraise almost in a sense yep. by having you know that's another thing too. I, I I was getting fat when I was coming down here every Saturday, Sunday morning, <laughs> Saturday morning because I come down, I say I'm going to Bass Pro Shops, I got to pick up a few things, and then there'd be brats, hot dogs, whatever it is out there, chips, soda. And I'd walk out, and I'd have to grab some. So you give those an opportunity Absolutely. to do that, too. Well, and all, you know, the whole thing about a partnership is, is we want to help promote them as much as they're helping promote us. So um, we do that in, in ways of donations. Um, and the company has gotten so passionate about that aspect that we, we now have a web page that is dedicated all to our community affairs and our donation requests. So any nonprofit organization um, that's out there can apply for donations with us. And you just go to our BassProShops.com page, you scroll to the bottom, you click on donations, there's an application there. But we do really target our funds towards conservation and getting kids and, yep. and veterans out into the outdoors. A lot of youth clubs yes. out there. The, and, the, and there's a ton. So that kind of gives us... You know, we can sit down and look at everything that's happening for this for that time frame. We can go through, but we try really hard to support our partners. So when it comes to fundraising, um, we allow the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts to come in twice a year to do cookie and popcorn sales. Oh, um, those dang and, cookies! I know, right? <laughs> right, and popcorn and starts popcorn. here in about in about a month. The boys will be out you know, here doing I, popcorn sales. I kind of feel. I, I wonder if the boys got the short end of the stick. Because when you get those cookies, and then you get... I love popcorn. Don't get me wrong. I love popcorn. But those cookies, oh. I'm, a, I'm a cookie guy. And I, and I even... I've had a conversation with those... With, with the, with the Cup, Boy Scouts, Cup yeah. Scouts. And I'm like, man, don't you guys wish, kind of wish you did cookies? And some of them are like, no, no, we got like popcorn. But some of them are like, yeah. Yeah. Because get yourself some popcorn. It's supporting, it's supporting a good organization. But <laughs> you got cookies and popcorn. That's right. Cookies are going to get, you know. Absolutely. So, but yeah, and then not only, like, so so, so when you, you have those those groups here, but another thing that I like to point out, too, is that it's it's a partnership. It's So, yeah, you, you get, they get the opportunity to come here and sell bratwurst, sell whatever it may be to raise money for what they're doing. But they also put them to work. They also help out running the fish pond that's out there, Absolutely. whatever other stuff it may be. So don't just think you're going to come here and make money and sell and, and sell hot dogs and bratwurst. You're going to get put to work, too, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and, and anybody in But this, it's fun work. It, you know? is, it is fun. And anyone in the store can tell you when they see me coming after them, they know uh -oh. I'm asking them to help do something <laughs> because, you know, that's a part of how it all comes together. Um, and our partners are, are absolutely great with that because we do do the fish ponds. Mm -hmm. um, and I do have a team. And there's fish in there, too. Live fish, yes. Live fish. catch and release pond. Um, and so we do that three times a year. Um, the first one will be a Memorial Day. And then we do Father's Day, yeah. and then we do Fourth of July. So those are the three big weekends where we have our live catch and release ponds. And um, the other times of the year, we'll do casting, the casting buckets, and the casting challenges. Those are those are fun. Um, but we do the do do those um, live catch and release ponds. But it takes a lot of a lot of people. Yeah. And so I do have a team, a special events team here at the store that come in and work. Um, and they, they just come in and work the event. So a lot of them have full-time jobs outside of Bass Pro Shops. Uh, so they're, you know, they're giving up their holiday weekends yeah, to come, to come work. To came, hang out and work with us. And, and we don't always have enough special events. So these partnerships, the, the Junior Bass Masters, the, the, um, I think it's Southern Colorado. Southern Colorado uh, 
Fountain is it Fountain yeah, Valley? It used Southern to be Col- Fountain Valley. It's Southern Colorado. I have a shirt. I was I had it on too today when I was I was moving around. Yeah, Southern Southern Sam's gonna yell at us. I know. But it's uh, Southern Southern Colorado Valley Junior, Junior Bass. Something. Yeah. Oh gosh. But they're gonna be here for Labor Day. Um, so when we have these big events, like for the Labor Day event, uh, we give away free hot dogs. So we do a street carnival. This year it's gonna be all backyard barbecue themed. Um, oh we do face painting for the kids, which the kids absolutely love. We're going to do a fishing game, um, and then we're going to be giving away free hot dogs both days. Oh, boy. So for anybody that isn't busy Labor Day weekend, the second and third, got to come down and get a free hot you dog. You know, I usually plan to go to the Taste of Colorado for that, but yeah. I think I might come here for that. <laughs> At least on one day. Weekend. At least just, one day. You know, stop on the day. way and we get gotta an appetizer. we got to get a free hot dog. Uh, but the boys will be here, and they're going to be cooking the hot dogs and giving away the hot dogs, and then... Uh, to help raise funds, they'll collect donations, and then they'll do sell chips and, and soda and stuff like that. And that's one way that we can help give back to them is our customers are here. Let's get them to help support yeah. some of these groups. And, and they do. If it's one thing I know, you see those customers out there, they're either walking in, they'll grab a brat, walking out, they'll grab a brat. Absolutely. They're, they're, they're in and out. You know, I, I kind of cut back on all that stuff recently, so I don't. I, I get a brat, but you know, I'm glad Eric's not here because he would give me crap for this, but I get a brat without the bun. Nice. <laughs> so he, he, would, he would destroy me. That day, we uh, it was the ice fish. Oh, no, it was the uh, spring classic. Okay. We're here, and you came in now and said, we got food. Oh, we got to go see that food. I went over, made a sandwich, and, of course, I didn't or didn't use a bun, and I didn't hear the end of it the rest of the day. So, so yeah, wow. um, it's come get, get come eat, come check that stuff out. You know, it's, uh, it's going to be a good time. And it, it just it, it has stuff that just keeps rolling throughout the entire year. There's not a gap. There's nothing. There's, that's that's what I love about it. So, kind of tell us what's going on about the hunting classic we got coming. We we have it started last week. It did. Right. Yep. So and that, it's still going. The hunting classic. It's it's three weeks. So it's the 11th all the way through the 27th. So last weekend uh, we did a, a trophy measure event. Uh, last Saturday. That's when so, the Bony Crook, Bony yeah. Crockett guys. Bony. Yeah, so it was Mule, <laughs> they come down here. Mule Deer Foundation were here um, doing measures, um, and then this weekend we are going to do our pro our pro staff seminars. So we got both days loaded up. Um, it starts at eleven o'clock in the morning. Eleven o'clock in the morning and goes till about four o'clock in the afternoon. We'll have Nathan Zelinsky here, um, Ted from Caribou Gear. Um, he's He's awesome. He's covering a topic we've kind of added. You know, you were talking about me adding my spin to everything. Yeah, yeah. So we we have our, our flyer that gets mailed to everyone. And if you go strictly by that, you're going to miss some of the some of the highlights of, of each event because we do always add things in. And this year we're adding in um, tips for a self-guided Alaskan hunt. So, really? Yes. Yeah, Caribou so, hunts? Yes. Yeah, oh, so that's if awesome. Anybody out there has ever considered going up to Alaska, you know, doing their own thing. Um, Ted's an expert on it, oh, and wow. he's going to be here. He's going to cover that both days. Uh, he's yeah, going to have... It's tough to get out to hunt in Alaska. You, you either got to hunt with a resident or by a guy. Yep, so, yeah, that's that's going to be huge. If you're looking to... If you saved up all your pennies to go on Alaska and hunt, here's a, here's a good point of, or a point of reference somewhere to start. Absolutely. So he's going to have all of that. Um, and... And then we have Rose Long. So she teaches all of our bow hunting classes here that we do. We typically do them four times a year. We do two beginning uh, archery and two beginning bow hunter classes. Um, and her and her mom, they're affiliated with Colorado oh, wow. bow hunters. Okay. Um, also with the Ted Nugent Camp Kids Terrible Camp. Terrible Ted. Yeah. So so you know it's kind of funny how we're all connected. Yeah. Um, but, but they've been, you know, Carol's been working on that camp for years, and it's, you know, we support it every year. It's a, it's a big deal. But they come in and do these archery um, seminars for us, and, and she's, she's doing two of our archery seminars plus our ladies-only um, workshop. And I love that we have women that can come in yes. and help us out with that. Um, another one of our great partners is Donnell with Hunt Data. Donnell and Lisa, yep. they came last year, and... You know, I called her and I said, are you going to come help us this year? And she's like, no, we're doing a horseback riding thing. <laughs> we're going up in the high country riding horses. And how can you argue that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. be like, okay. well, we want you to come and, 
come hang out with us instead. But so Rose was gracious enough to have the time to oh, come nice. down, and she's an expert. So um, even for the guys, I mean, oh, yeah, she look. has so much, so much knowledge um, that she will get anybody, anybody ready to go out there. And archery I'm, season starts in you know the week after. Yeah, so. we, we, yeah, we got antelope going right now, or pronghorn. Yeah. <laughs> So I've been I've, I I don't did you see my posts today on Facebook I was I was uh, I've been trolling some some antelope pronghorn guys but anyway see I, I just did it because I was joking around mainly because a lot of people do it that antelope and pronghorn aren't the same thing pronghorn's different than an antelope but um I liked it's it's a funny thing so I, I just caught myself on there see but um yeah yeah our, our archery pronghorn's going wrong right now and then yeah within yeah it's like a week and a half yeah. I want to say elk season starts. Yeah. And that's, that's when everybody looks for. That's when everybody waits for. Yeah, so come on down. I'm going to be down here on Saturday trying to take in some of this, some of this knowledge. I'll definitely especially, especially watch Rose because I'm not. I mean, if you say you're an expert, then just stay at home. There's nothing else you need to do. If you can't learn something, then, there's, then I don't know what to tell you because you can always learn something, especially from a different aspect that, that Rose might bring. So I'm excited about that. Then you got, you got Mark. How do you say his last name? Camp, Campanola? Yep, Campanola. See, I was always afraid to say his last name because I didn't know – if I, would, if I would mess that up. And then you got Nate Zelansky. Yep. I said that correctly, right? Sorry, Nate. I'm just joking. Nate Zelansky, um, who is a local pro, and uh, he's out on a pronghorn hunt right now, I believe, I want to say. So if you're not doing anything this Saturday, come on down to Bass Pro Shops Denver and take in all this all this stuff. And this brats too, right? Is so there going to be any brats this weekend? We are. I do not have a conservation group outside this weekend. They're going to be in the store. Okay, okay. I have a... 10 or 12 of them coming um so they will all be here with information tables um you know raffle tickets for whatever their banquets all that kind of stuff we have the nra will be here doing a membership drive um will cpw so, be here too yes, yeah so barley Marsh michelle yeah, i was michelle, gonna say probably michelle yeah and and you know i live really close to bar lake and you so you go kayak in there quite, oh, a, quite absolutely. a bit don't you yes so that's that's near and dear to my home and so the relationship that that we've been able to build with michelle and just everybody out of bar lake has been awesome because i i love to go out there we hang out there all the time we have you know everyone in the family has a kayak um and since meeting Eric and <laughs> learning to fish, um, I did buy a fish finder for my kayak. Oh, boy. And, um, and we did buy fishing kayaks when we made the investment on our kayaks. Oh, boy. Um, so, so, yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to that because they come down and they always do the T-shirts for the kids, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Those boat T-shirts? Yes, yeah. absolutely. I've, I've spent some time making those T-shirts, <laughs> and i got to tell you, it is hard work. <laughs> it is hard work, and uh, so appreciate those T-shirts when you get them. Absolutely. They're 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 really cool. So yeah, that's awesome. And who else will be down here? So we have we have Hawk Quest coming. Oh, are they gonna have raptors so here? They awesome. have the raptors. Um, of course, they always bring a bald eagle. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of a cool little story of how things come around. Um, when I after I got my degree, I worked in the veterinary field here in Denver, and I worked for an avian doctor down in Inglewood, Inglewood Centennial. Um, and so Homestead Animal Hospital, one of the doctors there, Dr. Labondi, he's, he's probably, if not, I know he's our, the best avian doctor in the state, if not in the country. He got his master's degree studying bald eagles on the eastern oh, wow. side of Colorado. And so we actually treated all of the raptors from HawkQuest all those years. Wow. And so it was it was so cool to see them when they came in for the first event and to know that, you know, some of the, the birds that they had, I'd actually got to work on in the hospital setting. We, wow. You just did, you know, we did routine things, blood work, just make sure they're healthy, all, all that kind of stuff. Um, but very, very cool. And, and wow. to see a bald eagle up close and personal is, it's an amazing experience. Um, and one of the coolest things moving into our house in Brighton, I remember the, the first morning that that I got up and I opened the bedroom window and there is a bald eagle flying behind the house. No and kidding. I was like, where is this coming from? And here they had been nested over at Bar Lake. Yeah. And so, you know, instantly I fell in love. And, and you know, we're kind of northeast now, Denver. I'm not up in the mountains, but... Um, one thing that I, I like to teach the kids is that there's wildlife in your backyard. You oh, know? Yeah. 
And so you just gotta you gotta keep alert and keep your eyes open because uh, there's so many opportunities. It is there, and they're everywhere, and and people are starting to realize that because I, I I live I live uh, North Thornton area, and, uh, and and we're talking Colorado now, so North Thornton area, and um, there's uh, kind of in the East Lake area, but there's 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 trees, it's a lake, it's a nature preserve, all that stuff. We get bald eagles that come by. And we're on a pretty busy street, 128th there, and people will park and pull over just to get out and go look at the bald eagles over there. I had to go yell at a guy because he was he was uh, with the drone out there. Oh wow! And, no, that's not cool. And that's no, that's not cool. So, so if you are, if you do see that, if you do see some stuff like that, remember that there's still there's still a wild animal. Absolutely. And looking with your eyes is probably the best way to do it. Yeah, you always got to be respect respectful. You know, there. You know, as our population grows, we encroach on all of their areas. And, um, you know, I've been doing research because next month is our Boy Scout month, and we've added a new merit badge class. So in the month of September, we do Boy Scout merit badge classes, and we do um, shooting, fishing, and this year they've added fish and wildlife management. Oh, wow, nice. um, So I've had to do some research, and and I'm going to be teaching that class with one of my special events guys, Dustin. The two of us are going to teach that class, and, and I didn't really realize how extensive these merit badges are. There's a lot of steps these boys have to. Are they? Oh I, my I was never I was yes. never in that in that uh, Boy Scout Cub Scout deal. So I I mean I went to one thing with a buddy of mine, but I've never got into it. So I didn't know how involved that stuff. Is. Well, and when I was growing up, my brothers were in Boy Scouts, and the only thing I ever remember is Pinewood Derby because we yeah, always yeah, made cars, yeah, the cars right? Cars, yeah. And I've always been an avid race car fanatic. But that's for another another time, another story. But, so I've been <laughs> hey, doing we, a, we could talk about that too. <laughs> so this um, this this class that I've been you know putting together to teach these boys, there were a lot of requirements, um, and one of them that we're going to do is we're going to build a bird feeder, and they're going to put the bird feeder in their backyard, and they have to monitor it through the winter and log all the different species of birds that they, oh, wow. they see, um, and then we're going to teach them how to identify fish. By the scales, so oh. you, the age of the fish. So I had no idea that you could use the scales off of a fish mm-hmm. under a microscope, and um, it looks like tree rings. Yeah, it's like you, a tree. Yeah, yeah. You can count it out to see how old the fish is, which was really cool. So um, the cool thing about just life in general, and this job in particular, is you always have to be open to learning. I think learning is mm-hmm. a lifelong journey. And we get some people in here that say, oh, I'm an expert. You can't teach me anything else. And I get a little irritated oh, I, I because, you. you know, it's there's, I think, just hearing someone else's story and, and taking something in from a different perspective yep. can, can shed a whole new light on things. Um, and I know for me, when I'm always constantly trying to find new ways and invent new things, you know, new concepts um, for things, listening to other people, whether it's a topic I know a ton about or something I know nothing about, they may give me just a, enough to spark an idea. Yeah. So I yeah. never want to stop learning. And, and Oh, I hear you. I, I, I hear I'm the, I'm the same way. When some people, somebody says, ah, oh, I ain't going to go listen to that. I ain't going to go. You're interested in it. You have, an, you have invested interest in it. Yeah, you may think you know everything about it, but you might pick something up. Well, I always, I always like to do it is your, your tool belt, your duty belt. Absolutely. You know, what what can you add to that duty belt that can make you better as as a person in general or if you're an angler, you're a hunter, can't whatever it is, outdoors person can add it to your, your duty belt and get and move on down the line. That's that's what I that's what I always tell people. Hey, pick something up. And if you don't, then you you, you had a good you, you had a good time. I like to hear people talk and get like you said, their perspective on things. Yeah. And that's that's what I love love to hear. So, so there there it is. I mean, you don't just come to Bass Pro Shops to come and buy stuff like Kid and Candy Store for me. You come and you can come and learn about what you're doing, and even even more, even Absolutely. more, even Absolutely. more. So, um, yeah, that's that's awesome. So you have you have the hunting classic coming up, and then after that, we're gonna go into fishing, right? Angling. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do our hunting classic. We're gonna do. Our Labor Day Backyard Barbecue Festival, um, which you guys keep a, keep an eye on our Facebook page because um, we do love to smoke. 
smoke food. Yeah, smoke food. I know it's Colorado. It's Colorado. Smoke food. So we just we just (laughs) finished up a video last week, and it's a humorous video. I encourage everybody to take a look at it. Um, but we actually we do smoke some fish. That's all. Oh, you you, you were telling me about that. I couldn't get it. That you know, I had that carp. And then I went the next day. I didn't even sniff a carp. <laughs> it's and that's that goes that old saying too that you when that uh, that um, uh, Bob Bob Schmack says he says that if you if you go out and you catch carp on accident, then because you think that's easy because you catch them all the time. But go try out go to try to target them purposely, and see how you do. Yeah. And I, I I was going out doing the same thing I was doing caught carp before on it. Didn't do anything for us, so yeah, I was. Did you get one? Did you did you get one? So at all? so Vaughn Vaughn went out. Did Vaughn get one? Yeah. So I made the deal with him. If he caught it, I would smoke it. Did you? So, did you clean it? What'd you yes, do with it? Did Did yes, you get the scales it. off? Yes. And, yes. Because that's the one thing I was talking. about. Those are like bones, aren't they? Yes. Yes. What does it smell like in there? Is it? It. You know. I hear it's good eating if you, if you do it right. It was. It was absolutely. It was phenomenal. And I had never tried it before. Really? And so that's what everybody says. And there's such a, you know, I know the carp people are very, very passionate about carp and catch and release. And um, there's all different kinds of opinions about boat fishing and, yeah. and whatnot. Um, but if you are going to harvest the fish, do something with it. Exactly. You know, that that's my whole thing. It's part of conservation. We need to harvest. Um, but, but just don't throw it in the trash. And... Um, so that was our challenge. Everybody that I had asked and said, have you ever tried carp? They're like, oh, no way. I'd never eat it because it smells bad. <laughs> and so, and that's, and they literally, and so the other people that I talked to who had caught it and actually ate it, they're like, yeah, it's not too bad. And I found a study in Missouri that the state of Missouri, they actually went out and did a taste test and they did catfish, tilapia, and carp. And it was a blind taste test, so they didn't let anybody yeah, know. Seventy-three percent preferred the no carp kidding. over the other fish, oh, and wow. so, so Vaughn was like, "We're going to do something to try to offset some of the bad, yeah, you wow, know, yeah, the bad yeah. stuff." And it 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 apps it was really really good. We marinated it for twenty four hours. We did pineapple juice, a simple marinade, pineapple juice, um, fresh garlic, fresh jalapeno, oh, that sounds and good. salt and pepper. Yeah. We marinated it for 24 hours, and then I smoked it for about two hours at 225 degrees. And I, we brought it in, and the whole entire store, we made the whole store try it. We smoked some cheese, too. but So that video will be coming out in a couple weeks. Um, and I'll, I'll put a, uh, a link to the Facebook page on the show notes when I, when I add that in there. And I'll even share that, too, on, on Outdoor Ed uh, Facebook page and on the Instagram page, too, so, so people can see that. Because I've always been... My, my thing is I've never had it prepared for me. Now, I've, there's a lot of things I've learned to prepare myself or make myself. But what I always hear is that you have to prepare it correctly. And that's what I was always nervous about was preparing it right. And was it a big fish or was it? Was, it? it was a big fish. He was about a 15-pounder. Okay. Um, and the funny thing was is that just like you, Vaughn's like, oh, I can go out and catch carp. Well, it wasn't <laughs> quite that easy. Because he did exactly, the tournament too, didn't he? He did. And he... he he caught this guy because I had been on vacation, and so I got back, and we we had such a short amount of time to get this done. Um, we were kind of pushed up for time constraints, so it was kind of funny how it all actually came about. But he did um, he did he did catch it. We we filleted it together. He was gonna send it home with me to fillet, and I was like, mm. he's like, here's my fillet knife. I was like, no, we're You're doing this. To, yeah, we're doing this together. <laughs> And um, I can honestly say that carp does not stink as bad as sucker fish. Oh, yeah. So um, Suckers are, yeah. yeah, suckers. You would think they wouldn't stink that bad because they're, they're down, they're, they're those filter and they're just always, but, you know, I guess, I guess, I guess so. But that's, that's interesting to know. So did you, you filleted, you got the two fillets, mm-hmm. did you do it like a walleye, take the skin off the back, or did you leave yeah. it with the skin no, on, we, we scale took it? The, we took the skin off of it, and then I smoked it on a special fish mat. Okay, okay. So, um, just so it didn't didn't yeah. fall apart um but yeah it was it was awesome you know and, and it, it makes sense because carp were introduced to the united states during the great great depression as a food source okay. so it makes sense that, that we would look and eat it but everybody just and, and over in europe it is a delicacy and, and you, you you get a lot of uh, people from europe at, at bar lake too especially that that 
that they're there for carp. They're, they harvest them, they take them home, and um, there aren't any limits or any restrictions. And that's one of the biggest things, too, is that, that uh, like you said, conservation. You gotta, you, not only are you going to go out and catch a walleye, catch a bass, but if you see a carp that's over, a po- carp population that's overpopulated, it's just the same thing with the coyotes. But that's why I always put a bear, recently, I've always put a bear tag in, in my back pocket because if I see a bear and I have an opportunity to harvest that bear, I'm going to because it, they kill fawns. Oh, yeah. at, at, at a crazy rate so they uh, and coyotes the same way too you know it's it's managing all the populations because whether you want to think you live you live in Disneyland in a, Dis- in, a, in a fairy tale world where everything gets along it's not that's not how what we live in and whether you like to want to believe it or not also we caused all this yeah you can say we caused all this we, we infringed on the pocket so now we have to we have to manage it right we have to manage it Absolutely. so um that's one thing I always, especially this year when I went to Bar Lake for opening season or opening day, and I went out there and I saw pods of carp all over the entire lake. And I'm talking within a hundred yard span, there was 20, 30 pods of carp. And that's ridiculous. So I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start, I'm going to start having, having to, to take some of these out. Either it's bow fishing or catching them myself and to do something. And now I know that. They're good to eat, and, and was, I'm gonna have to watch that video to see how you prepare it too. So, and we we didn't we didn't show filleting it on the video, but to fillet it, you fillet it like any just other like you would fish. any other fish. So their backbones are so big. We you know we thought we were gonna maybe do steaks, and um you know of course I had to call Jack and I had to call <laughs> Nate and I'm like okay how how do we do this and. You know, Nate can flay a fish like mm-hmm. nobody's business, right? He doesn't even think about it. He's like, you just flay it. Just be careful because they have a lot of bones. Yep. And so this was this was a nice sized fish. And so Vaughn just um, he went down and he, you know, he flayed it, um, and then we took the ribs off of it, and then we held it out and he flayed off the skin and and it cooked like I said, it, it, just, it cooked up uh, really really good. And uh, I I made sure that all of them. Them, that they all got a sample. Jack was in here yesterday, and he tasted it, and he was he was pretty impressed. Was he? <laughs> He's like, I'm not did sure. He, you, did he hold his no, nose? No, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, he did it. You know, and and you know, he told me the story about his grandma used to feed him pickled sucker fish, and he oh, said, yeah? if you want something that will turn up your nose, eat a pickled sucker fish. Oh. And I was like, you know, we caught a sucker fish ice fishing last winter. I went out with the veterans and all the guys, and and we were ice fishing, and we pulled a sucker fish out of the water, and you know we have them that a big we, brown sucker. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh my gosh, he stunk so bad. Oh. And you know, being in the ice hut, and the whole ice hut just smelled, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I would want to eat that. <laughs> you know. So it was kind of funny because we get some of those same comments with the carp, but but everybody that that tried it. Uh, their biggest comment was one, they loved it, and two, they thought it tasted like salmon. They did not really? expect. You know, they were expecting it to taste bad, and it really did taste good. So I think a lot of it goes to how you prepare it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my whole thing is if you're going to harvest it, use it. Yeah. It's a good food source. And I, I agree. Great, great point there. And I now that I that – because I, that's always – I was always nervous because I never talked to anybody that that I could – like I'll, I'll take their opinion though because there's sometimes like people there's some people that have yeah it's great it's good but i look at them and i'm like i don't know because they're eating flaming cheetos yeah. and you know, i don't know, like, if, oh, I I don't know if i trust yeah exactly exactly <laughs> i don't know if i trust that palate but and uh so now that i have i have that i might look into you know checking out some youtube videos on yeah. how to prepare it you know i might i might give you a call hey what'd Absolutely. you do here because i will share because i'm with you. i'm all about I, I, that's one of our, especially with uh, my, my, my family has, is starting to grow, getting, gotten to the point where we're growing our own stuff. And hopefully I am able to harvest some animals this year so I can put some of that meat, at least one or two, to put that meat in the freezer so I can, don't have to go and buy beef. Like so we're definitely going along that way. We eat fish a lot. My wife never used to eat fish, but now that I've, I've, I, I, can make, I, I can make fish pretty good, I'm pretty confident in my fish preparing skills, abilities. So... We, so I'm, that's another thing. Carp is because you can. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I can go catch a carp now. If I'm trying to go <laughs> catch one, so. target it. It might be a little tougher. Exactly. So, <laughs> but the I next mean, time you catch one accidentally, now you know. I'll, I'll hey, throw it in the live well. Take it yeah, home. And- <laughs> I will definitely. So, I mean, that's 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 awesome. Again, 
this weekend you, you have the, the fall hunting classic going the hunting fall classic going on i'm going to come down here take in all the, the seminars and uh every everything all the events all the booths there or the other people that are going to be here cpw is going to be here uh the raptors will be here and um and i'll come in and take that in but Go like it, like like the Facebook page, and go to the website. I was on the website the other day. It's a new, yes, it's, it's revamped and everything. It's I like it's, it. It's awesome, and they've uh, revamped our store pages. Mm-hmm. So it's the, it's store specific because yes. it used to have to click on a bunch of you things. You did. You had now. to go to a, a bunch of different places, and even to find the events, it was really you really had to have somebody walk you through it to find the events. And so they've made it very user friendly. Um, which is something I've been advocating mm-hmm. since I took over. I was like, we got to make this better. It, it was difficult. For everybody. It was. Um, and it has all our pro staff listed on there with their bios, and then it has the full full calendar of, it, of events that are happening. Um, and so it talks a bit. It'll have all the hunting classic on there. Um, and I haven't posted the um, the barbecue weekend yet, but I'll be posting that here in the next week. Um, we'll roll into our fall fishing event, which will be in September. Um, something else cool we're doing with sep- in September is we're partnering with Colorado Parks and Wildlife for their outdoor days at, at Cherry at Creek. Cherry Creek, okay. So this is a brand new event for the state of Colorado. And it, huge event. Yeah, huge event. Arizona's been doing it for a while, and we, you know, Bass Pro down there was a huge part of it. So we've, I just had my meeting this week with Dan, and we're really excited. We're going to take the special events team out there both days. We borrowed the, the BB gun range from the oh Colorado Spring Store. So we're going to have two BB gun ranges, wow. and that's what we're going to focus on for the kiddos. So we're going to be there both days doing the BB guns and um, helping to add to the event. Cause it sounds like they have so every partner in the states coming. They're going to be doing archery. There's going to be water sports. Yep. There's going to be overnight camping. There's so much stuff that shooting. There's a whole shooting aspect to it, and so I'm really grateful that we were able to get involved um, and help and, and be a part of it um, because I think it's going to be it's great. It's going to be free to the public. It, yeah, it's, and I hope there's so many people down there that you know we're wall to wall. It sounds like it sounds like it's going to be a a lot of people there. Everything I've been heard, I, I've just heard bits and pieces about it. I heard about it last year. They were talking about it, and then I heard they were going forward. I talked to Michelle Barlake. Yeah. I might go with them and help them out with something. I'm not 100% sure yet, but I, I have heard bits and pieces about that. So I'm glad that, that Bass Pro Denver is going to be a part of that, and I'm excited for that too. So, I mean, a lot of stuff going on here. Absolutely. It's not just a fishing, hunting, camping store. It's there's there's a lot more stuff going on here, and and there's a lot of stuff too that we, we really didn't even cover yet. But there's just because it's 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 for you to come find that stuff to, to come see that stuff here. So, um, if they want to get a hold of you, you're on you're on the website, right? They can yep. get a hold of send you an email if they want to ask any questions or come be a part of any of these events in the future. Um, people can do that, and I will put your uh, info in the show notes too as well. Perfect. And um, thank you so much for coming on. I had a blast. I, and I'm looking forward to having you on again to talk more about your fishing event. I'm sure you're going to get out on the ice, catch some fish. Well, you oh, absolutely. Do some ice, yeah. maybe get in the boat again. Yep. Maybe yep. do some little hunting too. Absolutely. Yeah, I did some shooting stuff with Mark last year. Um, and I know with, with Nate, he's like up above 14,000 feet and they're sheep hunting, I think. Yeah. And he's been posting some video. That, he's sneaky. I'll, I'll be totally honest with you guys. I'm like not down for that. Um, I really, I, what I really need to do is make a trip out to go elk hunting with my dad again. That's it's been about ten years since I've done there that. You it's go, been yeah. a little, little past due, but absolutely, um, you know. So all those kind of experiences, um, they'll be they'll be coming, and we'll be you know we'll be sharing sharing everything from our pros and then the stuff that we're doing here too. Well, heck, so. even stock show time. I, I want uh, I want to yeah. talk some more about the the show and the animals, the <laughs> animal science and. That stuff interests me because I always see it when I'm at the stock show and, I, and I'm and i like, man, that looks like so much fun. But I know that there's a heck of a lot more that goes oh, to it. absolutely. So look for Laura Lee more. And Laura Lee, I'm sorry. Pronounce your last name for me. It's Judici. Judici. I was going to say it. <laughs> but it but did, and here's the funny thing. It depends on who you talk to. Okay? So um, the Judici family that I'm related to is from... The West Coast, and they're from Italy, and it's a very Italian name. Yeah. But um, on the West Coast, we pronounce it Giudici. Giudici. On the East Coast, they pronounce it Guidice. 
Guy, see, that's so, how I was going to say that. I was going to say guy so, But I, I thought in my head, I'm like, wait a minute. I don't want to. I don't want to. So, in, in the first time, um, when we did the spring fishing classic, um, I met a coast a coast guard. My brother currently serves on the coast guard, and so I always have the coast guard in here for for spring classic. And one of the one of the um, guys that were that was here at the coast guard, he had judici on his on his name really? tag, right? So I walk up and I'm like, "Oh, you're a judici too." And he looks at me, he's like, "No, I'm not. I'm a guy dice." And oh, I was like, "I was wow. like, seriously?" And so <laughs> the only time I'd ever other heard it pronounced that way was was Tom Grace from Bassmasters. He's like. Guy dice, and I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> so it's really funny how you know, moving all around the country, you can pronounce things different yeah. ways. Yeah, oh, but, for sure. Yeah, and, and it's and it's funny about in the outdoor business, the last names that are out there. I mean, yeah. my name's not easy. Mascarinas, uh, Zelinsky. Yes. I mean, I, we were talking uh, Capanola, and yeah. I mean, there's there's Cavallas. You know, yeah. there's all kinds of names in the outdoor industry that it's like. How do you, you know? How do you spell? Like you should hear people try to when I go to other places to do seminars or something like that. You should hear them try to pronounce my name. Yeah, I'm like, just say Matt. Yeah, that's Matt's, what I tell them. Matt's good. Yeah, I tell them just call me Laura Lee. You know, Jerry always called me Double L. Double L. And so, um, yeah, Ju- Judici, Ju- Judici, yep. Judici. Yep. Okay, so there you go, guys, uh, guys and gals out there. Again, thank you very much for coming on and. Um, uh, I'll put all the stuff, as much stuff as I can in the show notes, and then hopefully you go and like Bass, Bass Pro Denver's Facebook page, and uh, you're on Instagram too, right? We're on Instagram. All the social media is yeah. pretty much. Follow the social media page. This is how you get all, a lot of this information that's out there. Or come in the store. If you, if you don't know what's going on or looking for flyers or something like that, they're right on the exit. When you go out, out of the store, there's a bunch of flyers in there. I always look at that wall to see what's going on, so... Again, thanks for coming on, and, and um, you know, as always, folks out there, um, if you ain't winning, you're learning. Do you have anything to add uh, to no, that? I you totally, any, any cute I, sayings or anything? No, I, it's to- something I, I always say. I agree. I totally agree with that. <laughs> All right. So take care, and also, those of you that are out there hunting, happy hunting. <laughs>